Hello. It's day 15 of Harubasho in Osaka, and this is the Sumo Mainichi podcast. I'm Amy. I'm here with Dave. We've just seen all the action, and boy, is there a lot. We're going to be talking about all of it. How are you? Honestly? Yeah. I'm emotionally wrung out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a mess. Probably physically as well, because we did quite a bit of running uh, around, actually. Yeah, look, and when you think they can't be running around, like they're just saying this, it's hyperbole. No. We actually ran around. Yeah, we did. Uh, a great day of sumo. I, I've seen a few people say this, but this basho has delivered. Mm. Uh, and day 15 was certainly uh, a fitting end to what has been an incredible basho. Sumo is alive. Yeah, one of the... One of the best for ages, yeah. I reckon. There's just a feeling about it. Even though Tuozeki came into this Kataban, you know, we've seen them both yeah. get rid of that yeah. and we've seen amazing performances from others and now it comes down to this very exciting 15th day. It does. We'll get there later. Let's kick off with the things we need to know. Yes, the before most important we, thing. Before we go into the day of sumo. You know what it is. 19 degrees Celsius. 66 degrees Fahrenheit, 37% uh, humidity. Yeah, low. Yeah, low. So that means it's just warm and nice. You'd sleep very well tonight. Mm. You, pop a, you pop a jumper on during the day, nice pair of jeans, no hot legs. No. You're feeling good. <laughs> you don't need to stick your feet out the bottom of the cover. Absolutely not. It's 10% precipitation, whatever that means. If you get rained on, it's not going to be much. No. Very little amount. There are a couple of playoffs today. The John Acucci playoff, the the lowest division, but a great division. Didn't mean to say it wasn't fantastic. Kodo Te Bakari. I'm going to have another You did go good there. Thank no, you. you did good. Kodo Te Bakari mm. versus Kodo Kenryu. And it was the 18-year-old Kodo Tebakari who won. He's from Sarogatake Baya, who is the stable of all the Kodos, Kodo Echo Kodoshoho, uh, etc. He won today. He absolutely ran over Koro Kenryu. This is his second basho only. He was straight from the car park in Yeah, January. well, I mean, his performance today, he looks so confident on the belt against a much bigger opponent in uh, Koto Kenryu. He did very well. That was John Akuchi. Johnny Dunn, there was a playoff as well. It was Nakashima versus Kotetsu. And Kotetsu here pulled off the victory. Nakashima, he is a very, 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 very big guy. Mm. Possibly at this rank a little bit too big. It uh, made him very slow. Obviously he got to the playoffs, so he did well enough during the Basho, but he couldn't uh, overcome Kotetsu today. Kotetsu, 20 years old from Otake Beya. He started sumo in March 2020. He has been up to Sandanme 60 as a rank before. That's his highest rank. But a little bit of injuries put him down to Johnny Dunn. But uh, he got the show today. Great stuff. Well, uh, thank you to all of the uh, people who joined us in our live Jurio coverage yes. today that we're streaming live on YouTube on days 1, 8 and 15. Yep. Normally. We didn't do day 8 this time uh, due to previous commitments. But we had an absolute blast uh, calling Jurio and it was a bit of a day. It really was. It was down to Ryudan today. So if he won, that's his Yusho, Jurio Yusho. If he didn't, then it was up to Midori Fuji to win. And the programming here was perhaps a little bit off, we commented today. Ryudan came up in the fifth bout yeah. of the day only, so quite early. So um, it actually all was over quite quickly because he came up Midori, against Midori and uh, he won. So that was most of the Jurio excitement done and dusted. That's a Jurio Yusho for Ryuden from the bottom of Jurio mm. and he's uh, come straight back in and won that, which is, I mean, for me a good sign because it means that his skill and um, ability to get up to Makuchi before wasn't a fluke. It wasn't a fluke. I'm very interested to see how he goes now, mm. working his way through the uh, lower Makuchi division. We've seen quite a few people do it, haven't we? We've seen Ura 
Come back, we've seen Abby. And obviously Terunofuji. Ter- Terunofuji. Uh, and we're hopefully going to see Asaniyama. Asaniyama. Yeah, I, like, look, I think Ryudan Sumo has been very consistent, very positive. I, I think he'll do well, but I can't wait to see what happens. Well, he will be back in May. Midori Fuji came up next. Uh, it was a moot point, but he did also win. It takes him to 12 and 3. And so crucially did Shimizu Umi. He won today. He came into this uh, into day 15 on 7 and 7 at Jurio 13. So he needed a win to stay in this division and he did, meaning that his place is safe. I'm happy about that. Me he too. needs another shot at Jurio yeah. just to settle Get his sumo happening down there over 15 days. Enho at Jurio 11. I'm just going to comment on him because I like him. He finished on 10 and 5 after beating Kaisho today, Shitate Dakshinage. That was uh, good work from him. This yeah, a great, a great end to a very positive basho. Great sumo from him. Can't wait to see him fighting up a bit higher. Absolutely. Going down to Makushita from Jurio Takakento and Koryusho at Jurio 14. They'll be going down. Haku Yozan at Jurio 12 as well. He went 4-11. So those three guys definitely will be popping down. Coming up from Makushita, it's always a little bit hard to guess, but it looks like it might be Chio Arashi and Toshimaru. Now we've seen, big man. we've seen Chio Arashi up in Jurio before, haven't we? Have Well, I, I, I feel so. like we have. Toshimaru definitely yes. has been. Nishikawa we haven't seen before. And Chiyano Umi, I feel like we have oh, seen Ch- before. Chiyano Umi, yeah. yeah, definitely has been. Uh, so that's, yeah, that's great for him to come back. He's been like mid-Jurio or so before. Um, but the Rikishi going up to Makuchi, which is hugely exciting. Mm. We see Oho go back for yep. another shot. I feel this time might take. Yeah, 10 Fingers and 5 at Jurio 1. Great, great performance, performance. He won today. Azamaru at Jurio 2, a 10 and 5. This was a very, very powerful performance, I thought. Two of those wins coming, uh, guesting in yes. Makuchi this time around. Yeah. And Midori Fuji, Jurio 6, a 12 and 3. I wonder if he'll go up. I think so. I mean, you, you feel like a Jurio 1 promotion would be too low for this performance. Yeah, it definitely does depend on some of the outcomes of the uh, lower Makuchi Bounce. I wish There's they a could seven sevens. I wish we could flip this idea, and mm. if a Jurio performance, it, oh yeah, is so strong, yeah, that we start to question some of the eight sevens. Eight sevens. Wow, mm. that's revolutionary, actually. Yeah, like you didn't put up a good enough performance in Makuchi to stay, and somebody else like get down absolutely wrecked it. Because look, look, the 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 line we draw between Makuchi and Jurio is artificial. Mm. And I think we need to take a uh, um, a looser view yeah. of how we move people around. <laughs> oh, my around. gosh. The Banzuke is hard enough with those two <laughs> divisions being separate, but imagine like a bit more fluidity between oh God. the two. Actually, I take that back. I'm Let's not, not sure do that. I'm not we could take it. Hey, so today, day 15, Sumo Mainichi traditionally does our special prizes. Can you take us through those? Well, the first one was the Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me Award, which is an experienced Rikishi, who doesn't let age deter them, either with or without Makuchi experience. There's a few caveats on this one. It's very a very special award. And this time around, we awarded this to Azamaru, who, as you just said, at Juro 2, went 10 and 5. So he's 34 years old. Mm. He's been up in Makuchi before, but he's just been putting in in the last little while. Absolutely. He's a very tall Rikishi. And, you know, we saw a few examples this time around of how well he could handle those smaller, faster rikishi. Yep. Very impressive performance from him. There's the Super Sake Award. Now we have to say that we we had to change this one from the sakeonline.com.au award because when we ordered sake with them, they didn't it didn't come in time. So we we flipped to another provider. They don't sponsor us. We're desperate for a sponsorship. Well hang on. They don't yet sponsor oh, yet, us. Yet, yet, yet. Super Sake, if you're out there listening, <laughs> send us some bottles. Anyway, this is the Super Sake Award for the Champion of Tomorrow and we've awarded it to Kidnawaka. So he went, let me pull up his record, uh, everything, all of my tabs. So many tabs. Kidnawaka. Kidnawaka was very, very impressive, yep. this basho. Well, he ended up on Yeah, so he went 11, uh, 11 wins 11 at wins, Jury yeah. 10. 
Amazing. And he started off really, really well. So it looked like he was going to be definitely in play for the U Show. He lost a few along the way. That's okay. But he looked very strong. And this is only his second Basho Injurio. And I'm really excited to see what's to come for him. Very good sumo on display from Kidnawaka. Our Rising from the Swamp <laughs> Award, which is given to a Jurio Rikishi who's coming from around Jurio 12 or below. Yep. It goes to an unknown ricochet called Ryuden. Yeah. I mean, never heard of this guy. I haven't seen much of him, but I like what I see. <laughs> <laughs> he did all right, I suppose, this time around. Yeah, so um, success from the lower Jurio ranks. Ryuden, he fits that this time around. So we will bestow upon him a Sumo Mainichi Award. And one of our new awards this time around yeah. was our Encouragement Award. Yep. I, I think when you follow Jurio... There's the thing where you see Makushta, Rikishi come up, yep. have a hard time, fall back down. And we want to send a message to these Rikishi mm. to go, you can do it. It's okay. It's okay. We're here for you. So we have a new award. It's called the Sumo Manichi Encouragement Award. Now, do you want to go through the if-win yeah. condition? Well, I mean, we know if-win um, is a condition often in the Makuchi Awards that the normal awards that um, I don't know why, but we don't give out. The JSA <laughs> does, like our route. Uh, there's a lot of if-win. Kota, you show today we want to give him this award if-lose mm. because he came into this on 4 and 10. If he goes 5 and 10, that's fine. But if he goes yeah. 4 and 11, you know, that's a bit of a disaster in his first mm. Basho Injurio. And so... We wanted to give this award if lose. Yeah, and he did lose. Eee, sorry, yeah, in Kota quite Yusho. a in quite a definitive <laughs> way. So, congratulations, Kota Yusho. and we mean this very respectfully. Yeah, this is not a joke award. No, no, we want you to just go back to Makushta, chill there for a bit, come back to Jurio. Yep. With that experience of knowing what it feels like to to fight fifteen yep. days, and I have. Uh, a lot of confidence yep. in this young Rikishi that he will do exactly that. We will be sending him over a clip-on koala and a <laughs> thing of Vegemite. Vegemite, yeah. Now, finally, we've got the Hiromorita Come On Award. And this is a Rikishi who you just want to, like, give a bit of come on to. You just want to acknowledge that they've done well. You just want to give them a bit of encouragement. It's a award that wraps everything up in a set of awards and gives it to one guy. And look, this time we're going to give it to Enho because he's just been failing a bit and he's been um, a little bit hard to watch and yeah. hasn't been able to pull things off that he has in the past. And now at Juro 11, he's gone nine and five. And we just enjoyed that. We know that everybody is a big fan. Well, a lot of people are a big fan of Enho and just thought he did really well to reevaluate his sumo here a little bit. Well, I, I said this on the uh, live stream today mm. that um, I had resigned myself to the fact that Enho would be a Juria Rikishi for the remainder of his career. Yeah. Which could be quite a long yeah, time. That's a but big um goal. Yeah, but what the performance we saw from him made me think there's hope. Yep, there's some there's something new happening, and I yep. think that as he will see him rise to the top of Jurio with this result or up towards that part of it, and I think he could still surprise people in Makuchi. I think so. A combination of uh, recovering from injury and maybe some some good coaching, just getting him to accept the things that he can do well and. You know, teach, teaching him some new strategies. Well, we saw he did the Huckahall slap oh, yeah. today. Yeah. Came out with a right hand. Completely unnecessary. It was a tiny <laughs> hand slapping the temple. But, uh, yeah, good to see him trying something different. Yeah. Well, I guess we should move on to the top division. It is Makuchi time. We start day 15 with Jurio 2 visitor Hidenumi up against Ichiyamamoto. Hidenumi at Jurio 2 already has his Kachikoshi, but for Ichiyamamoto, he's 7-7, seven and seven, Nanasho Nanahai. At Maegashira 17, I could say that this is crucial for him. Absolutely. Much needed win. Oh, absolutely. Out of the touchy eye, uh, Hidenumi went on the attack, but Ichiyamamoto caught Hidenumi. He slowed down the pace, 
locking Hidenumi up on the bales. Hidenumi tried the grip flip, uh, and that left him wide open as Ichamamoto powered forward and bundled uh, him over the bales. Yep. A win for Ichiyamamoto. He gets his kachikoshi and I think we saw the emotion come out at the end. He gave Hidnomi, I hate to say it a little bit, but I didn't mind it today, a little bit of an extra push. It wasn't enough to do any damage. It didn't send him flying. So it showed how much it was important to Ichiyamamoto to stay in. I saw it top and condition. I, I didn't mind it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's one spot in Makuchi that is not available to someone mm. in Jurio, even, uh, well, we haven't implemented our, oh, Yuki, good puss. Uh, we haven't implemented our new fluid system yet, so that's a, a hard lockout for someone. Ichi Yamamoto, <laughs> he's uh, Kachikoshi, he's eight and seven. Jurio 2 visitor, Hidden Umi, he's eight and seven. I think he can probably make it up to Makuchi from here, but that's not one spot that he's going to get. Kagiyaki, though. He's already Makakoshi. He can have his spot. Teretsuyoshi is his opponent. And Kagiyaki was all over Teretsuyoshi here. He leaned down to get up and underneath Teretsuyoshi's arms. And Kagiyaki, he wasn't able to get his Kachikoshi, but he was able to get this one last win over Teretsuyoshi. I admire that Teretsuyoshi went for the straight ahead sumo against Kagiyaki, but yeah, Kagiyaki... His ability to get down low. Yeah, he I, was I, really leaning I down. I thought it was fantastic work <laughs> from him. So Kagiyaki finishes Haru Basho with 7-8, Teretsuyoshi 8-7. Myogiri was up next against Tochinoshi. Now, I need your help here. Myogiri, was this a henka? I think it definitely was. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to work it in my mind as a meet and move, but yeah, it was a henka. Uh, Tochinoshi, though, he turned quickly. And he stood strong against the Myogiryu charge by doing a little cheeky elbow to the throat. Yeah. We've seen it before from him. He he doesn't mind that that kind of move. Well, kind of, if you get hankered, I think you're allowed yeah. to do a little <laughs> bit of dirty sumo. I'll take this, boo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They locked up. There was a bit of a standoff here before Tochinoshin pulled hard on Myogiryu as he attacked. But Myogiryu recovered quickly and drove Tochinoshin over the bales Seven and eight. I hate seeing Ricochet rewarded for dog acts. Yeah, yeah. That was a nice rhyme there, though. Seven and eight. I hate to see Ricochet awarded for dog acts. Yeah. That's the facts. Yep. <laughs> nice work. Yeah, Tachinoshin, he attempted the finish a couple of times, but he just couldn't pull it off. No more wins for him. He finishes Haru on uh, nine and six. Miyogiryu, seven and eight. Shimanumi up against Kodokuzan. Kodokuzan look great here. They've both come into this on seven and eight. This is a Nana short, Nana high matchup. Furious thrusts and great move, movement from Kodokuzan. But he couldn't quite finish Shimanumi off. And then disaster struck. Shimanumi got close to him. He doesn't like that Kodokuzan. Shimanumi on the belt and he was able to take Kodokuzan out here. Shimanohumi, I mean, like he showed himself as such a superior defensive ricochet. Yeah. I really feel that that's his strength and he played to it today. Uh, Kodokazan, I feel, has come to life at the end of the Basho. Yeah, I thought he looked great today. Like, he, like I feel he's become more aggressive, more he's taking the initiative more. Unfortunately, it didn't pay off just because of his opponent. Yeah, maybe it was an experience thing a little bit. Like he looked so good, but he didn't know that Shimanumi can really activate and come back at him and he wasn't prepared for it. Absolutely. Well, the good news is for Shimanumi, that's his Kachikoshi. Yep. He's eight and seven. The bad news for Kodokuzan, he's seven and eight. That's his Makakoshi at Maegashira 17. Oh, 16, 16 yeah. I should say. Sorry. Crucial. Um, crucial. I think maybe he'll stay in. I think he might stay in. I would love to see more of him Me at this too. top division. Me too. I think he's just finding his feet. We'll see though. The next bout of the day was Nishikigi up against Wakamoto Haru. Now, if you're a fan of technical belt sumo, <laughs> you are in for a treat with this bout. Wakamoto Haru had the left hand on Nishikigi's belt and defended so well against Nishikigi, who had a left hand uh, belt grip of his own. 
you, you saw this a few times during this belt that um, Wakamoto Haru would just shift his hips. Yes. He was keeping his um, his left side in particular, I think, away from Nishikigi's right hand and he'd just do it at the perfect moment, would exactly. he? I don't know how he knew every single time. I guess he could feel it in Nishikigi's body to move away, but he just seemed so in tune with it. It was uncanny. So while this uh, battle was being waged downstairs, Nishiki managed to gradually move Wakamoto Haru towards the bales. Wakamoto Haru, though, he didn't look that worried. He was in control. Then he exploded forward. He drove Nishikiki back. On the bales, Nishikiki resisted, twisted, and they threw each other together. Now, the gunbai went to Wakamoto Haru. Mm. I thought there would be a monoe. I thought there would be a monoe, but the ringside shimpan, they had no arguments. No, no interest in it on day 15. They just wanted everything to go through, I think. Yeah, the, the replay showed this was the right call. Wakamoto Haru had absolutely won this bout. Yep. So that's great news for him. Maybe a, a good portent uh, for the brothers seeing that. Wakatakamoto had one earlier, so it really puts the pressure. <laughs> it adds that, like, <laughs> the if there wasn't enough yeah. pressure on Wakatakakage, both the brothers are like, come on, mate, we won. So Wakamoto Haru, he finishes on nine and six. That is just fantastic news for him. I, I have a very strong feeling towards Wakamoto yep. Haru. Yep. He's just great. And <laughs> well Nishikigi, <laughs> he finishes on nine and six as well at Magashira 16, which I love. It means that he's safe and he'll uh, pop up a couple of spots. Chiyoshoma up next against Kotoshoho. Kotoshoho landed a serious push on Chiyoshoma off the Tachiai, who tried to pull him down with the head, but Kotoshoho advanced and fell towards Chiyoshoma as he tried to pull across the entire length of the doyo. Kotoshoho staggering forwards and it pushed Chiyoshoma out. It did look close because uh, Kotoshoho fell at the same time. This was another one where I thought maybe Omonoe would be called, but the win was given to Kotoshoho. Kotoshoho, uh, he looked aggressive today. Yeah. I think it suits him. He came him. out hard, didn't he? He came out very hard. It forced Chiyoshoma to be defensive. Uh, I thought this is a very good look for him. He finishes at nine and six. Yep. Got to be happy with that. Good follow-up from a Jurio Yusho. That's fine. Can we, well, yeah. Can we take a moment for Chiyoshoma, five and ten? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel... I feel a little bit bad for him. I I think his sumo could have led him to a few more wins. I think a little bit of bad luck on his part. That's a great way of saying it. Only one hanker amongst yeah. those five wins. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> well, I meant that to feel like that was a positive statement, but <laughs> it doesn't feel so positive when I say it. It was all right. It was all right. Up next, Hokuto Fuji and Yutakiyama. Wow. Both Rikishi hard at work today out of the Tachiai. Hokuto Fuji under the arms. Yutakiyama concentrating on the Norowa attacks, which we've seen him do with success before. Yutakiyama, though, he pulled here. Hokuto Fuji shook it off, kept his feet. Hokuto Fuji stayed low, still getting under the arms of Yutakiyama before surging forward, taking Yutakiyama over the bales. Oshidashi. That's a makakoshi for mm. Yutakiyama. Yeah, he came into this 7-7, seven, seven, now 7-8. I'm pretty disappointed. I think he could have – I think he got himself in a really good position. I do think a day 15 matchup against Hokuto Fuji is very hard work. It's a nightmare. I'm not sure you're sleeping a whole lot the night before. Like, that's really hard. But he started so well and he just didn't continue with it. He he tried the pull and, you know, it sort of all went downhill from there. Hokuto Fuji, I mean, of course, maybe at this point he would win over Yutakiyama, but I thought Yutakiyama might have a chance. He wasn't to be. Hokuto Fuji, nine and six at Magashira six. I feel like he would have liked more than this, but at least he got a winning record. Yutakiyama, he's seven and eight. Aqua, next against... Uh, the fairly newly returned issue. Right? <laughs> fairly newly. <laughs> fairly newly. That's not right, is it? I in like the it. English language. I think it's good. <laughs> Ishira at the Tachiai, he basically, well, there was a mata actually. Mm. And it just had a really weird vibe to it where it looked like Ishira just wasn't really 
interested in this bout. Well, he and backed off yeah, from the mutter. He backed off and at the touchy eye. He jumped backwards here as well, basically. He put up his arms as a defence. It was like a little kid in the playground going, please don't bash me up. And, I mean, it's Aqua. You don't really need to worry about that too much. But Aqua, of course, came forward and, and pushed him out, Oshi Dashi. But it really made me wonder why Ishira had come back. Uh, there's something seriously wrong. It looked like yeah. he was trying to protect his neck, didn't it? Like, well, please don't hit my head or anywhere around my head. He basically jumped back, took somewhat of the uh, Akua charge and then just showed himself yeah, out. He was like, bye. Yeah. Bit of a worry. Anyway, I, I hope Ishira takes the time between yeah. Basho's to heal up. Yep. Uh, Akua finishes on 4 and 11. I mean, most certainly. Yep. Back to Jurio for him. Ishira at Maigashira 5 finishes at two wins, seven losses, six days off. That pains me to say. Mm. It was great to see Ishira get back to this level, but effectively his record is 213. Yep. Yes. So big drop for him. Big drop. Up next, we had Takarafuji against another Rikishi who took a few days off for, in fact, uh, Chinakuni. And this is for his honorary sumo manichi makakoshi, uh, kachikoshi. Kachikoshi. So we should explain that if you do take days off from injury. We it, like to wipe them out. We wipe them out. <laughs> so coming into this, Chinakuni was five wins, five losses, four days off. Mm. He could get the honorary kachikoshi with this win. Uh, Chinakuni, at this point, he's more tape than man, though. Yeah, yeah, the whole shoulder, it's covered. Yeah. You can't even see a hint of skin anymore. No, no, too much tape. Anyway, he couldn't last long against Takarafuji, who alternated between hitting him high and reaching low. Takarafuji just starved Chinakuni of any space and was able to take Chinakuni across the bales, Oshi Dashi. Yeah. This was hard to watch. It was. Chiana Cooney, he's got a new bandage on his left knee. Actually, do you remember at this point you said, <laughs> I wonder if I should bandage up my own mm. knees just so I could walk around the house Well, a little bit more freely? Yeah. I mean, like, not that I'm getting around the house in a, in a hobbled way, but I thought maybe it could help. Maybe it feels really good. <laughs> well, because, like, honestly, wrapping tape around your, like, just a bit of tape around your knee. Yeah. If, you, if your knee is bad, it's not going to do much. <laughs> so I thought... You know, maybe I could get to the kitchen, to the lounge room quicker. <laughs> Would you do both of them, both snakes? I'd start one that's well, do both, I mm. reckon, yeah. I had a knee injury from running. Remember when I started running a long time ago and I ran oh, too yeah, much yeah. too quick and I couldn't walk up steps? It was, it's oh, really yeah, bad. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it really, really hurts. I had a thing that some people get when you grow too quickly. Oh, Yeah. In my knees, yeah. it's called Oshkud Slatter's syndrome, mm -hmm. and because over between like eleven and thirteen, I grew really quickly. I was yeah. short, and then I went tall, yeah. and then I kind of capped out really <laughs> <laughs> at about five eleven. Um, yeah, and like my knees were a problem for a long time, and so they just hurt, or oh, they, they hurt they when just, you did particular ache. things, yeah, yeah. ache, right? Yeah. So that's why I'm. Not a professional basketball player. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that and you broke your leg. And I broke my leg. While you were playing basketball. And my elbow. Basketball and physical sport, not for me. <laughs> Talking about sumo. It's for you. Well, yeah. Takara Fuji, he finished on <laughs> six and nine. Sumo is for him usually, but yeah. maybe not so much in, in Haru. It was hard to get a feeling from Takara Fuji this time. Like I feel like... You know, it was solid sumo from mm. him, but hard to hang my hat on. Mm. I can't really remember anything that he mm. did. So maybe we'll move on That's from damning. him. But at Magashira 5, he'll, he'll only be moving down a little bit. He did get those six wins. I honestly can't remember them. I can't them. remember them. Chianakuni, five wins, six losses. He he got a uh, makakoshi in every sense of the word. <laughs> And four days off at Maigashira 13. So that's a bit of a problem at that rank, but I think he'll probably still stay in Makuchi. Kirabiyama, it's so weird to see him uh, coming down so low. He's fighting against Kotoeko. And Kirabiyama, he met Kotoeko with a left-hand belt grip, a hefty push forward, and then he grabbed his arm and pulled Kotoeko down with it. It was a Kodanage win for Kirabiyama. Looked pretty easy for him. 
It did, but like hold your head high, Kodawako. Yes. This was a great uh, basho for you, nine and six. You shouldn't have to fight Kiribayama. Well, that was weird. It, it did feel weird that when this came up today, Maegashira 12, Kodawako up against Maegashira 4, mm. Kiribayama. Kiribayama coming into this bout, he'd beaten Hoshoryu, Wakataka Kage, Mitakumi, and today Kodawako. Yeah. <laughs> Bit unfair for Kodawako. Yeah. He finishes on nine and six. Gambare Kodawako. I say it in the, like the singing way, like it sounds Gunbare. like Gunbare. Kodawako. Anyway, Kiribayama, he finishes on 10 and 5. Wow. Great effort from him. It is actually. It is. Next bout of the day. It <laughs> also is. It is. <laughs> Chiotaru up against Meisei. Big touchy eye from Chiotario. He followed up with thrusting attacks that shocked Meisei. And like, to be honest, a lot of things have shocked Meisei uh, over the last fortnight. Chiotario, he then pulled. Meisei, as he hit the ground, said, Hello, Doyo, my old friend. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of felt like maybe he uh, chucked himself to the ground to get this oh, all over I with. I agree, yeah. We don't know what's wrong with Meisei. It's very disappointing to see him in this form after he's risen so high and got himself all the way to Sekiwake. And now to go one fourteen. It's really not often that this happens. No, it's not. Not when there's not an injury cloud or like I feel like if we had an explanation mm. behind it, if he, he was carrying an injury, we'd go, this is heroic for him to stay 15 days. But we just don't have that intel. Yeah. Honestly, I think it's just horrendous. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's he already had his makakoshi, but he got one more win. He finishes on seven and eight. Onosho and Mr. Sumo Chiyomaru. And Onosho today, he was eagle-eyed. He watched Chiyomaru and followed him around the doyo. Chiyomaru made no attempt really to get Onosho down. We've been talking a lot about Onosho and um, we actually We watched, always do. We watched some old Onosho Chiyomaru bouts while we were waiting. I don't know why, but just to see their, uh, well, they, their they, matchup. They have a weird history in the sense that... Um, they first met in t- July 2015. Yes. Chiyomaru won their first five meetings over yes. the next couple of years. And then since 2016, Onosho has won everything since. Yeah, that's right. And so we watched some of those early ones and Chiyomaru kind of does that swing, swing Onosho down. Da- straight yeah, down yeah, yeah. to the dirt. But today he didn't even try that. And this is a real sign of Onosho's, you know, new but over the last <laughs> five years, dominance over him. And so he just let himself again, Chiyomaru, be turned out and turned around and taken out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he made it look very easy today. So Onosho finishes on six and nine. Chiyomaru at Maegashira 13, five and 10. Do you Mm. think he's okay? Uh, He just got spun around a lot. Yeah. It always happens though, doesn't it? well, I mean, in, in the sense, will we see him in Makuchi oh. next time? <laughs> I was like, well, maybe he should go to a, <laughs> well, I go think, to a therapist. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I think how's okay. he dealing with life? Yeah. Um, is he okay? I, I think he, he showed so positive maybe. sumo this maybe past show. Maybe not. Depending on what happens around him, yeah. he could be in a bit of trouble there. Yeah. Next bout of the day, Endo Tamawashi. This is a Nanasho Nanahai matchup. Both Rikishi coming into this on seven and mm-hmm. seven. This was a wild it affair, wasn't it? Was. Tamashi showed great pace out of the touchy eye, but Endo matched it. Tamashi was hitting Endo high, but Endo managed to stay in close, which I think was the right move here. Endo went for the pull. And while Tamawashi was finding his feet, Endo drove forward. Tamawashi was positioned well, though, with his hand on the back of Endo's neck to roll Endo down, but he just ran out of doyo here and Endo took him over the bales. Yorikiri. Yeah, I guess that's why you pay your fee to uh, be part of the brown jackets because Tamawashi might fall right into your midst like he did today and they all looked thrilled about it. I mean, they all try to keep their cool. They're all very serious sumo watchers. But when someone falls in amongst you, that's a big thing. Can I say as someone who has watched approximately 10 seasons of Project Runway? Yeah. The... the the pattern work on the brown jackets yeah. is lacking. 
Oh, you don't like it? No, I, I, I feel like they look like tunics you'd wear if you were laughing. Yeah, I really like the orange supporter ones oh. more because they've got a lot of The stitch work, and, yeah. the, you know, I feel like the silhouette is good on those. I feel like these people have taken a bit of brown felt mm. and cut it out. Well, we've wanted it on. to retire and do something else for a long time, so yeah. let's start a business. Oh, you mean so like make the Osaka brown yeah. jackets? Well, we were talking before on the live stream about how I did approximately oh, yeah. <laughs> two months of learning to sew. No, it was more so than I'm two sure months. I can three months. <laughs> <laughs> and I made a pair of shorts and two dresses. So I'm sure I can make all the brown jackets yeah. look better. But with a bit of Zhuzh. Zhuzh. Zhuzh it up a bit. We've really got off this bout. Uh, was there about? But Tamawashi did fall into the crowd, and uh, that was because he lost. So, <laughs> but crucially, <laughs> try and struggle to get on back track here. <laughs> Endo Kachikoshi. Endo Kachikoshi. Yep, yep. Uh, I have to say, yep. I was going for Taka Taka Tamawashi. Tamawashi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Tamawashi. Endo... He's just that ricochet who. He just turns up every day. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Endo's fine. It's just he's fine. you don't get a lot back from him. But he he actually, his sumo today was actually really, really good. Mm. Um, and at Magashira 4, that's his kachikoshi. And, you know, he looked the way he always looks about it, <laughs> indifferent. <laughs> and he will uh, probably stay at exactly the same rank. Mike Come Shishri. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Seven and eight. Ichi Nojo. At Magashira 2, he's had a fairly good basher. He comes up today against Toby Zaro. What chaos can he bring? Toby Zaro, he went down early and he stepped to his left as Ichinojo came forward. Toby Zaro got his right hand on the very back of Ichinojo's belt. And from here, we entered another dimension. Oh, yeah. He, <laughs> he spun Ichinojo around and while he did that, he got his left hand behind Ichinojo's knee. So imagine one hand on the back of the belt, one hand on the other knee. He spun him around three whole times. I don't know if he was trying to make him dizzy or something. Ichinojo just kind of went with it. <laughs> Ichinojo didn't go down. It's hard to get him down, especially when you're the size of Tobizaru. So Tobizaru switched his attention to the leg trip. And he tried this a number of times. He was kicking at Ichinojo's leg. Yeah, it didn't feel like proper trip attempts. He was just like <laughs> it's just that feeling Ichinojo it out. Is so big yeah, and stable. Yeah, yeah. I guess when you kick at him, all you're doing is, you know, just like touching your foot yeah, to yeah, his yeah. leg. Yeah, it's all for show. So he's tried so much, Tobizaru, and. It's really, really impressive. Ichinojo here, it kind of feels like he, he's had enough and he tries to move uh, Tobizaru to the Tawara and throw him. But Tobizaru, he stayed pressed to Ichinojo's body and he got him out, ah, Yurikiri. Amazing. It was so great, this bout. I mean, this was the funniest bout of the Basho. It was really, Easily. it was like meme lord Tobizaru. And it, well, yeah, exactly. And I think that I said it a few days ago, but Tobizaru is a gift to yeah. sumo. Yeah. I hope he, he do doesn't necessarily stop that over time. <laughs> I don't think I don't think he can. I've thought that he is trying, but when he comes up with about like this, I think, you know, we're back. But the thing is like you you watch this bout and you go, I had a great time. It was mm. funny. Mm. I had a great time with my friends. Mm. But then you go, like it was good sumo. Yeah. Against an opponent who should have smashed him. He actually took Ichinojo to task. Like he, Ab Absolutely. He was in control pretty much the whole way. Sure, he tried about 20 different things, but he tried them uh, and he it, won. It was so good. It's so easy to think of Tobizaru, as you said, as the meme lord, but uh, he's the perfect mix of entertainment and education. Oh, that's that's the right way to say it. <laughs> he finishes on nine and six. I love what to see result. it. What a great result. Magashira 9 and Ichinojo, it's okay that loss. Uh, I I feel like he should have been able he to do something with this. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he couldn't and he finishes on 9 and 6 as well. Up next we had Okunumi and Ura, both of these rikishi coming in at 4 and 10. Okunumi looked to be handling Ura's low opening well. He kept Ura locked up 
Okunumi then pushed forward. Ura went low, drove them back, and Ura continued to take Okunumi over the bales. Oshidashi. Yeah. One guy in the crowd. I don't want to focus on the crowd only. Yeah. <laughs> like with Tamawashi falling, but one guy in the crowd got Okunumi falling to his right and Ura to his left. He was the one in the middle and he looked thrilled. Less so Okunumi here who finishes on 5 and 10. I mean, this was a rare forward movement from Ura. I thought he looked all right here. This means he finishes Harubasho on 4 and 11. We've spoken at length before about his uh, failings <laughs> at mm. Magashira 1. So we'll see where he goes from here. Daesho and Aoyama next. Daesho, he got up and under Aoyama. It's a really good ploy against the Oshi specialist, which is what I'm calling him now. He lifted up the big man and got him out to give Daesho at Magashira 1, the other Magashira 1, a massive, much-needed win. That is his Kachikoshi, because this was a Nanashou on a high bout. It certainly was, and you could feel the skill difference here. Yeah. Daisho felt like on another level and just completely dominated Aoyama. So for Daisho at Maegashiro 1, that's 8 and 7, a very, very big win for him. Has him knocking on the door of Sanyaku, yep, depending on what happens. Eyeing off a little Komasubi place that's opened up, I think. And for Aoyama, that's Makakoshi 7 and 8. And I think at Maegashira 10, could do better, could yeah. do worse. Yeah. I was disappointed with Aoyama, I think. Yeah, for sure. Next bout of the day, we had Kodunawaka up against Hoshoryu. That's this was a big very bout. Very important one. Kodnawaka, he needed this win to stay in contention for the Yusho race, depending on what happens later. But probably more importantly, I would say, could it be more importantly? Well, what is it? Equally importantly, Hoshoryu oh, yes. as Shin Komasubi was seven and seven. Also important, I would say. <laughs> he needs this win to stay in Sanyaku, to stay in that Komasubi spot. Let's see what happens. Out of the touchy eye, they both found single-handed belt grips. Hoshori instantly went for the throw. He was trying to throw Kodnawaka over his thigh. It didn't land, but it left Kodnawaka out of position. And from here, Hoshori sealed the deal, executing a picture-perfect throw. Ashitate Dashinage. This was so clean and it means that Hoshoryu, he stays in Sanyaku, at least Komasubi, which is his current rank. I mean, maybe if Abi coming into today on 7-7, you know, we're looking at his result, mm. maybe a move to Sanyaku, but so important to stay at Komasubi. What huge. a great result for him. Absolutely huge. And he really stepped up at the right time. Kodnawaka absolutely took it to him. Yeah, he did. And he wins the Fighting Spirit Prize for the third time. So this is a real, um, a real effort for him. Like I, I keep going on about how he's flown under the radar for me, but he is a great rikishi. And, and Kodnawaka won Fighting Spirit. Kodnawaka won Fighting Spirit. Oh, good on him. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So he finishes at 11-4. He would have loved to get that that final win. Yeah. But to get the fighting spirit, I mean, that's a, that's a great It's huge. Sign. Huge yep. achievement. What a great bout. Uh, to bring us into the final uh, chapters of Day 15, Harubasho. Next up, Komasubi Takanosho against Komasubi. Why are we watching this now? Yeah, I know. I feel like... You could, I mean, you put some bouts up higher to, yep. because they're exciting. Put some bouts down lower. Like put this at the start of the day. How ref refreshing would be to start the day with Komasubi Takanosho up against Maegashira 8 Sadanumi? I reckon get these ones out of the way because it's really, it's a bit of a downer. I mean, maybe yeah, they need that, like a release of energy or I something. I don't need it. The, well, the Osaka crowd don't need it because no. they don't get excited about anything. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, here it is at this point. Takanosho v. Sadanumi. Sadanumi went on the belt with the right hand. He worked really hard to get Takanosho over the bales. Takanosho, he resisted, came back at Sadanumi. Sadanumi pulled Takanosho down right at the Tawara and he jumped up high to stop himself stepping over. I thought here it was pretty clear that Takanosho had gone down first, but uh, the Gyoji gave it to Takanosho. Amonoi was called. Looking at the replay 
it seemed very, very clear that um, Takanosho had hit the ground first, mm. but I've been burnt before. Yeah. <laughs> I took my eyes off the feet. Yep. Crucial. And I looked at the hair. Yep. I was like a hawk. Yep. Your eyes were like, whoop, I laser. looked at the hair. And do you know what I saw? I saw Sadanumi's hand with a fistful of Takanosho's yeah. hair. I know. It was... It looked like a straightforward hair pull to me. Huge it hair pull. It looked like Sadanumi, in pulling Takanosho down, had clenched the hair. Oh. Like fingers like entangled. Entangled. Like, gloriously and pulled him down. However, when the Monoe decision was given, it was given as a win to Sadanumi. Yeah, so crazy. I feel like the one time I've realised that it's a hair pull ahead of time and we've actually been watching the hair. We weren't rewarded. Yeah, I mean, so the thing about, I, I'm not sure, I can't quite remember the name of the product they put in their hair, but there's mm. a name for the... The wax. The wax, and it has a very partic- particular smell. Yeah, smell his hand. That's what I'm saying. Just get up close. So what I think, if there's a question of a hair hand. pull, smell the hand. Smell the hand. Smell my fingers. <laughs> smell my fingers. <laughs> Should, we, we need to make a T-shirt. Anyway... <laughs> It was upheld. Sadanumi had the win. <laughs> Five and ten. Komasubi Takanosho finishes on four eleven. Yeah. Terrible time. Let's move on. Bad times. We come to the final three bouts of Haru Basho. Can you believe it? We have Takiyasu up against Sekiwake Abi. So much riding on this one. Takiyasu needs this win. Yeah. Yeah. So we see him coming out. He looks cool as a cucumber as ever. He's just gazing off into the middle distance. That's his speciality. But that gaze incites something in all of us. It certainly does. A win here for Takiyasu would mean that Wakataka Kage has to win in the yep. final bout of the day. Let's see what happens. The Abi thrusting attacks, I'm sorry to say, just overwhelmed Takiyasu taking him to the bales almost instantly. Takiyasu tried to move along the Tawara, but Abi was there. His next thrusting attack turned Takiyasu around and the follow-up attack crushed him down to the dirt or Kuritaoshi. Yep. The positives first. We like to focus on the positives here. It's Abi's Kachikoshi at Sekiwake. So good work to Huge. him. He's worked really, really hard to come back. He's got various Yusho along the way. He's dominated. He's, you know, he's changed up his sumo a little bit, but he's also committed to his style of sumo and it's it's worked for him. And finally he's beaten a, a Yusho hopeful in Takeyasu and, you know, that can't be underestimated. Uh, I was sad. <laughs> <laughs> and disappointed. Uh, on NHK coverage, they showed the supporters yeah. club of Takiyasu. I'm sure his mother is in there somewhere. Babalita, I'm not sure, but I'm trying to see her in there. Anyway, they were they were very disappointed and I shed a tear. I have to admit. Yeah. This is where our, you know, this was very stressful. <laughs> this This was very stressful. I mean, we make no secret. Takiyasu has been a a constant yep. in our sumo Stalwart. life. He has been. And to see him lose now, it means that the fate's out of his hands now. If Wakataka Kage wins mm. in the final bout, he takes the Yusho. Yep. Uh, and also it wasn't a great way to lose. No, He just it got wasn't. turned around and yeah. thrust out. And Abi's way of winning is just like... You know, a bit grotty. Well, hey, oh, hang no, no, on. sorry. The way that you lose when Arby beats you. Yeah, yeah. Let it me re- feel good. let me yeah. turn that around. It doesn't feel good. And Takiyasu got turned around, and it was an Okuri Taoshi. Yep. You know, backwards yeah. thrust down win. Like that's the worst. That's it's worse than Okuri Dashi. Yeah. Because you're on the dirt. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Arby at Sekiwako. I think this was a huge win for him, and. He deserves to be Sekiwake, mm. and I'm, mm. I'm happy about that. I guess so. Takiyasu, I'm devastated. Let's move on. 
Well, we've got a, another bout in the middle here. It's Ozeki Mitakumi against Ozeki Takakesha. I guess in normal times this would be a, a thriller, but <laughs> it's a bit of a palate cleanser. Mitakumi, he stood his ground, but as soon as Takakesha hit his defence, Mitakumi stepped to the left and he brought Takakesha down. It was an Uwate Dashinage win to Mitakumi. We're cool saying this is a meet and move. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yep. he certainly cool. um, hit Takakesho and then, but then he definitely shifted. Yeah, effective Ozeki sumo from Mitakumi today. I mean, Shin Ozeki eleven four. This is a hell of a result for him. Yeah, it's really a storyline that's been oh. uh, overshadowed a little bit with his losses, and there were four of them, so it's not you know it's worth commenting on. But eleven <laughs> four, it's double figures and then one. It's great. It's all you need to do. Well, that brings us to the final bout of the day. Can you believe it? We have Ozeki Shodai up against Seki Takakage. Let's set the scene. Ozeki Shodai yesterday beat Takayasu to go Kachikoshi and solidify his Ozeki status, shaking off the Kataban status. Yeah. Up against Sekiwake Wakatakakage, who with this win, if he could beat Shorai, takes the Yusho. Shorai, nothing to play for. No. Wakatakakage, everything to play for. Yep. Out of the touchy eye, Shorai absorbed everything Wakatakakage threw at him, found a solid right hand belt grip, and powered Wakatakakage over the bales. <laughs> Could you believe this? I couldn't. I couldn't believe this. We went for a little run at this point. Shota, he was so calm before this. The lockup of Wakatakakage's arm was crucial and he just came forward. Remember start of the Basho yeah. Shota? Like oh. I really feel like he might have won this show if he had have been okay at the start. Oh, hang on. Stop, stop, stop. That's very interesting. Is that too much? No, no. I think I just want to explore that a little bit. I just think no, because if you take fantastic, if you take the first five or six days off this, yeah, like if this Basho had taken place a week later, yeah, well, when he started going well, he's won, he's lost one since then. So he he's won the last. Well, I'm not sure. But eight he, out of nine or seven out of yeah, eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. He's only dropped one. Yeah, I think he is the Shadow You Show winner. He could have gone 14 1. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's what I'm I love saying. this. I love it. Uh, but look, I mean, everything has been said about Short Eye's performance. Does anything else need to be said? Well, well what I'll answer w- that question. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. He's a hero. The haters. Absolutely. How are the haters feeling right now? Yeah. I mean, Wakataka Kage here didn't even do that much wrong. No, exactly. I think he was super nervous. Yes. I think the pressure had really landed and that's fine. He has been in nowhere near this position yet at uh, Shinsekiwake. <laughs> so this is his first time. And then suddenly he's playing off of the yeah. Yusho against Ozeki. I mean, he didn't do much wrong, but he didn't manage to win this. And I just want to say that we supported Shodai the whole time. It's not a big deal. <laughs> it's not a big deal. Don't worry about it. Don't yeah, worry. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. No, yeah. Shodai rocks. Because you know what? We always support him. It's, and if it's people fun. don't like them, I downvote them. Yeah. <laughs> On Twitter, which means I don't look at their tweet. <laughs> nobody sees it. <laughs> no, nobody sees it. All right. All right. Okay, so... What this means is that there is a playoff between Wakataka Kage and Takiyasu. Okay, can I just, before we go into the bout, just check your emotional state? Oh, I'm overwrought. Yeah. yeah. How's your emotional no, state? No, well, you know, I was a mess. You're in the other room. I didn't want it. <laughs> you, I, you're like, I need some time. Yeah, I need alone. some time. Yeah. <laughs> so. I grabbed the car keys and you were like, put them down. Yes. Yeah, right. I was like, I just need to drive. I need to go to a bar. Um. The thing in Osaka is they don't have cameras everywhere. Mm. So in Tokyo, I feel like you get to see a little bit more of the Well, they reset their hair. Yeah. So you, you just, in Osaka, what we found out was that they have a camera in two places and mm. it's where they emerge from the rooms. So they kept showing these kind of vacant, really weird corridors where 
a few people were waiting for them to come out. And so it just gave a different I just think it's worth acknowledging but don't, don't it was a different was, vibe from Tokyo. Don't you think it was cool? Because I do think it was cool. eventually when Wakataka Kage and Shorai, oh, not Shorai, Takeyasu emerged. Shorai, I wish. <laughs> it, it was like, oh, there they are. Yeah. Yeah. It added a sense of mystery. Yeah, but it was just really different, wasn't it? And mm. so we sort of had this period of nothing happening and they just showed the crowd and some banners and, you know, there wasn't the usual hype up to this final playoff. <laughs> But then they suddenly did emerge from these weird corridors <laughs> and that was that was hype. They both came out. I thought Wakataka Kage looked really strong. He did a bit of a um, bit of peacocking towards yeah. Takiyasu, which you absolutely want to see happen. And then something else happened. Takiyasu. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, like, we – Takiyasu used to have a – a part of his preparation was yep. very well known where he would like flex his shoulders. Yep. Um, and it was something the the crowd would know and look forward to much like the Teretsuyoshi salt throw. Yep. We haven't seen it since he's gone yep. out of Sanyaku. He hasn't done it since he's lost his Ozeki. Right. Now the coverage, the NHK coverage oh, yeah. in, in Osaka, <laughs> the camera was off. Yeah. Takiyasu, we heard something. And we heard the crowd go bananas. We heard bananas. the crowd go bananas and we thought, was that the flex? Yeah. Apparently he did it. We saw he some footage it, of yeah. it later. He did do it. It's a huge deal because it's it's kind of one of the reasons why, I mean, he's a hairy guy as well. That's why they call him the kind of, the bear. But there's also this flex, this like, argh, it's such a power move. Well, he's, he's, a, he's a gentle yeah, ricochet in many ways in yeah. terms of his demeanor. So to to see a a, a show of power before, yeah. power and dominance, it's yeah. really important. Yeah, totally. And to see him do this after so long, it was yeah. very powerful. Well, to hear it after so long, yeah, because <laughs> we didn't get to see <laughs> Thanks, it. Thanks, NHK. <laughs> so it's the playoff. It's Sekiwake Wakataka Kage up against Magashira Seven Takiyasu for the U Show. Takiyasu came straight out really hard. Wakataka Kage, he jumped aside, but it was all okay. It was a back and forth here. Wakataka Kage, he tried a pull, which took him to a very dangerous area. They were both on the bales here. And I felt like Takiyasu, who was coming in to claim the win. But Wakataka Kage, he grip flipped. He grabbed him by the arm. He got a belt grip. He pulled Takiyasu through. Even here, Takiyasu denied him the win. He just stayed inside, but still he was falling. And Wakataka Kage, he jumped up, he stayed inside, and it was Takiyasu who went down and win for Wakataka Kage. And the Yusho. It was very I mean, hard to describe that. I mean, you, you did a great Everyone's job. Everyone's seen it, I think. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> This was one for the ages. Yeah. It was 50-50 on the bales right at the end here. But that the belt grip that Wakataka Kage had mm. was just enough to see it Takiyasu so, so, down. So, so close. It was so close. And, in fact, I mean, I've watched the replay in slow motion yep. a few times now. It's painfully close. Yeah. But Wakataka Kage, just, he just had this, the sense yep. to... Grab the belt when all else was going wrong for him right there. Yeah. I mean, this was incredible. And historically significant, as a Shin Seki, uh, Sekiwake, this is the first time in 86 years. Wow. That a Shin Sekiwake has taken the Yusho. So. Wow. A very, very big moment for him. That's massive. So, disclaimer, I I was really disappointed for Takiyasu. Mm. I, I had to get through that. And that's on me. <laughs> yeah. I I felt like it was like we, we spoke about during the live stream today that it was maybe one opportunity for him to get it and it was the closest he's ever come and we know he has trouble finishing it off and maybe this was the one. Um, when you flip it around and you see Wakataka Kage's followers, you know, and, oh. and supporters so happy and you actually watch his sumo, I mean, Hella congratulations! Can, can, can we to him. Let, let's let's section this off? Yeah, let's talk quickly about Takiyasu. Is a he's an icon 
I, I feel in yep. sumo. Yeah. Exozeki, his 40s way back from injury, very much in the time we've been watching sumo, a mainstay. He, his style is good. His desire to win is so good. Um, he, his career should have a, a show amongst what he's achieved. Mm. It just hasn't. Mm. So obviously we are very, very disappointed. Yep. Okay, let's section that off. Yep. And let's go look at what Wakataka Kage has achieved. This is incredible. As a new Sekiwake, this is the start of an, an Ozeki run. Yeah. yeah he he is, has actually. unbelievably good yep. throughout this uh, basho. He's put a flare up. He has said, I'm a, I'm a contender. Yep. I think all of the Ozeki should be worried. Terana Fuji should be worried. He only came up to Makuchi in November 2019. Unbelievable. He had a few false starts in Komasubi. Yep. Didn't he? Yeah, he he did. didn't have a great time, but it's funny, popping up to Sekiwake now. Well, famously, he had uh, Komasubi denial at yeah. like Makuchi one or two. Yeah. But now being flipped up to Sekiwake, he's got a U show. Yeah. I mean, he's written his name in the history books, no matter yeah. how you look at it. And this, if that was his dad in the supporter group that they showed oh, really definitely close up, was. then he had the same. Well eyes. done, and a triple brother win. We should say triple brother win today. Wakatakamoto, Wakamoto Haru, Wakatakakage, all wins. Damn, I won't take that first can I, philosophy. <laughs> can I just commend you on the smoothness you. of your pronunciation there? Look, I think it's something that's lacking a little bit in. You know, commentary in general these days, this uh, this thing about being able to feel different things yeah. are okay at the one time. Mm. You know, we can be disappointed for Takeyasu and we can be happy for Wakataka Kage. And I really do feel that. I mean, the depth in Takeyasu goes long, back a long way, so that's deep. But, you know, this is for the best Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I've seen a few people say online, this Basho in particular has been one of the best from memory. Mm. We have, and I'm not connecting these two things. We had Fuji dip out in the first few days. Yep. We had some very interesting Ozeki struggles. Yeah. <laughs> and then we had a few uh, Rikishi from down low, like Kodnawaka, Takiyasu, um, Vie for the U show. Yep. This was an absolute treat. It was. We were very lucky this time around. Yeah. And I feel like the um, community, the sumo community, really came together over this as well. There was a lot of, um, and this is the best when this happens in sport. There was a lot of emotion, a lot of bonding over that emotion. You know, that, yeah. that's what sport and competition is all about. Takiyasu is the glue. Yeah. <laughs> that keeps everyone together. Oh, yeah. He did so well. And if I said there was a Magashira 7 who was vying for the Yusho who finished on 12-3, you'd be like, who dat? Yeah. <laughs> what a legend. <laughs> what a legend. Look, we should talk about the Sancho, the special prizes for Makuchi. So Konoaka, as I mentioned before, got the Fighting Spirit Prize for the third time and so did Takiyasu. It's what do you call it when you don't win but you get a... Prize, it's small rewards. Consolation. Consolation prize. <laughs> uh, Takiyasu, for the fifth time he's got that, he's like, maybe Just give me I'd Yusho. like to not get a Fighting Spirit prize and get a Yusho. He didn't. Uh, technique prize, it was Wakataka Kage for the third time. Yeah, completely agree. Yep. I think it's a great choice. He showed a great variety yep. of uh, Kimarete over the Basho. And outstanding performance. This was if win. If win, you show the, the best if win overall, uh, Wakataka Kage. Yep. And that's his first outstanding performance <laughs> prize. Yeah. And he accepted it with grace. He's taken it all and has set up uh, 2022. Yeah. <laughs> really to be uh, the year of Wakataka Kage and hopefully the Waka Brothers Oh, across maybe. the board. Yeah. Yep. There's something we want, we, before we get into the thanks, um, we'd like to talk to you about. So we often joke about doing Patreon episodes Yeah, and we're never going to do Patreon we episodes. We don't have a Patreon. <laughs> because we do 16 episodes, 17 episodes per basho. Yeah. 
That's enough. But we have had people get in contact and say, how could they support the podcast? Yep. So we've set up a PayPal. Yep. Uh, so there's a link in all of our socials. If you would like to make a contribution to the Sumo Mainichi Sake Fund, you can do that via the link. We don't uh, yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to. Yep. But if you'd like to support us, you can. Uh, honestly, your interaction with us and listening to the podcast yep. is thanks enough. But if you'd like to uh, make a contribution, there's a link in our socials. Yeah. I mean, we do have some costs. There's costs associated with this and we would put that money yep. towards that. But absolutely your support and yeah. interaction is is more important so totally depends you know what you want to do but uh in the twitter bio and the instagram bio and, and in a weird place in facebook i really don't know yeah, how to you, use yeah. facebook <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of there but you can't click on it as yeah, a link. Yeah. i don't know um you can find that paypal account it does say it's going to uh dave but don't worry that's Sumo Manichi overall. <laughs> <laughs> he won't take it and have a big boy's night out. I <laughs> definitely won't. Hey, well, this is the end. Yeah. For Haru Basho. Um, thank you for everyone for listening. Um, and we've had a ball yep. bringing all of the sumo action to you. We'll be back in May yep. for a Banzuke episode. Oh, I'm looking forward to the Banzuke. Well, yeah. We're going to, we promise I'm going to do it this time before. We do the episode. It, uh, we're going to do it straight away, try. I reckon. Yep. Maybe tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> we won't. We'll see you next time. Okay. Sumo Manichi signing off. Bye-bye. Yeah,